Well, hello, and welcome back to another scary, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LaBooth, and I got some scary, scary stuff for you today, boys and girls. <laughs> All right, man, I hope everybody's having a great week. I know I sure am. I'm glad it's Friday. Woohoo! I'm on a I'm on schedule this week, guys. So y'all will hear this tomorrow morning. So yeah, ma'am. Glad I'm back on schedule. Glad everything's fine. It's Halloween. I'm feeling fine and I love it, man. Halloween's my favorite. Man, but it keeps ticking me off, you know, cuz the the uh, weather is changing. So that I gotta, I decorate my yard, you know, I got some zombies coming out of the yard, skeletons, and of course, you know, tombstones. Well, the fucking wind keeps blowing all my damn decorations down, I'm pissing me off, but hey, I love it though, it's Halloween, and sometimes on a good, nice uh, evening, when the uh, wind ain't blowing, like tonight, I'll get out there, I got a lot I use out there, and then I get a fog machine, it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I hope everybody's having a great time. I'm glad everybody's loving the show. Numbers keep growing good. I'm almost, almost to hitting 200 on Spotify. So come on, guys. Ring it together. Tell your friends about it. It keeps growing. Uh, yeah, let's get my uh, followers up. I'd appreciate it. But I do appreciate the ones I have around the world. Just want to say thank you guys, and uh, man, all I want to say is I just, I don't get political on here. There's just a lot of war right now all over the world. I just hope everybody's being safe, man, and if you're listening to this podcast, hope it's a, a little breakaway from reality, you know what I mean, man? So, I hope it entertains you, either way. But I'm glad it's the Halloween season, baby. So how many people out there have been watching scary movies all month? I have because Peacock is flooded with them. You know, Peacock, now, they're not a paid advertiser, but y'all need to check them out. I only pay seven bucks a month. And I get a lot of stuff. And on Halloween, it's like, man, just nothing but fucking good Halloween movies from the past and the present. You know, and it's awesome. Uh, it, it's cool. But uh, I guess I'll start yapping. I'll get into what we're doing the, today. Today we are going to go over some of the scariest, play, most scariest haunted places in America. And then, like I said, for Halloween Eve, since uh, we got... See, this one comes out this weekend. Uh, next... Not that's coming. Oh, yeah. It's two Mondays away is Halloween. So I got two more uh, shows for October. So I'll probably find uh, something cool, something really Halloweenish. But you know the routine, guys. We're going to go over some of the most haunted places in America. And if I have covered these like individual, because these are all just kind of some short stories and all that. But if I have covered these in the past, I'm sorry. But I found some stuff to go over that sounded cool. But you know the routine. Get you a nice warm blanket. Cozy cuddle up by the fire. Get yourself some nice hot tea and coffee. And then relax. 
and get ready to be scared. All right, our first story is the uh, city of New Orleans. New New Orleans, Louisiana, with dozens of reportedly haunted places. New Orleans is one of the country's most haunted cities by paranormal standards. New Orleans really has it all. (coughs) Churches haunted by the spirits of former uh, priests, former hospitals visited by soldiers who died but never truly passed on, and homes filled with ghosts of residents who died on the uh, premise. On the premise, on premises, not to mention all the vampire stories. The city also has its fair share of notable ghosts, including Arthur William Faulkner, whose spirit is sometimes spotted at the former home turned bookstore Faulkner House Books. Old, the old, the old Ash. Abston House, open since the early 1800s, it's or it is supposedly haunted by a voodoo practitioner, Marie Laveau, Marie Laville, Andrew Jackson, and Pirate, and Jane Lafayette, among others. St. Louis Cemetery Number One. Is the is another paranormal hotspot said to be haunted by hundreds of ghosts. Maria Lavu, Maria Lavu, Lavey. I don't know. I'm probably saying that name all wrong. I I've heard it a million times, but she was uh, there's a lot of uh, she was in the black magic and stuff like that. And there's a lot of she was a voodoo queen, I think, something like that. But She's, uh, yeah, they say her ghost is really big down there in some places. Some of the places. Ah. All right, our next story is Polly's Island in South Carolina. South of Myrtle Beach, many travelers wind up on Pele's Island when seeking the sun on these South Carolina beaches. However, the town has more than its fair share of ghost stories. The most famous being of of the Gray Man, said to only appear before devastate, devastating storms. He he has only been spotted walking the beach and sometimes talks directly to people, warning them to flee. It's believed that if incoming hurricane. Oh wait, it's believed that if. You encounter this ghostly beach walker. <laughs> you'll be spared from the wrath of the uh, incoming hurricane. For a complete haunted entity on the uh, Perla- on Palais Island, you can also stay at the uh, Pelican Inn, said to be haunted by its former owner and former Confederate soldier. In the local cemetery, you can also pay tribute to the grave of... Alice Flagg, a young, broken-hearted girl whose ghost is known to wander around or wander about town in the marshes. Visitors have visitors often leave a token on her grave to make a wish. Now we have Chicago, Illinois. 
Chicago, Illinois is a, uh, or Chicago, Illinois, a dangerous fire, a notorious serial killer in mob history, all lead to Chicago becoming an alleged haunted destination. Theater was the site of a tragic fire killing hundreds. Oh, the ignorous theater was the site of the tragic fire killing hundreds in 1903. And some say the alley behind the theater is still haunted by those, unfortunately, uh, who passed. Double H. Holmes, the county's first serial killer, murdered dozens of women in his famous murder castle. And while that building was replaced, some workers still reported odd experiences while working in the new building's basement. The site of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, often attributed to Al Capone, reportedly has some residential paranormal energy too. There are just a few of the many haunted sites of the Windy City. Check out Ghost Tours for more info. But yeah, that uh, Chicago Day do got a big history if you think about it, Will. <clears throat> and like that serial killer. Sorry about, sorry about that. That is a true story. He made up this fucking house because he knew the World's Fair was coming there one year. So he made this house of... Uh, or castle, you could call it, but it was a big house. But he called it the cap murder uh, castle because, or castle of murder, whatever they called it, because that's where he killed all his victims, and he had a front of like it was a hotel, you know, and people would come up missing. But he wouldn't kill just everybody if he was a loner and stuff like that. He'd yeah, but yeah, he made a house of horrors. They said it had like hidden, uh, hidden doors, hidden passages, so. He came to play. Hope I don't butcher this. Pine Barrens, New Jersey. In South in South in South Jersey, the Pine Barrens is a natural reserve new uh nutritious for being the home of the legendary oh let me take that back. The Pine Barrens is a mature reserve notorious for the for being the home of the legendary Jersey Devil. The creature's origin is said to be a demon born to a local woman in the 18th century with bat wings and hooves. That has been going on rampages attacking livestock and people periodically over the last few hundred years. In addition to the shadowy monster stalking the Pine Barrens, the forest is also considered one of the most haunted places in, Amer in America because of the many abandoned factory towns that are scattered about in the site of a plane crash that occurred in 1928 that killed a Mexican pilot on his way from New York to Mexico. His ghost is said to still wander the crashed site. Ooh. 
All right, Savannah, Georgia. I've always heard about Savannah, how haunted that place is. I'd love to visit it. All right. Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia is often ranked among the most haunted cities in the U.S. and U.S. history homes and inns and restaurants. <coughs> <coughs> Are rumored to be to are rumored to house the spirits of uh, former residents and visitors. In fact, those looking for a truly spooky weekend in Savannah can opt to stay at an alleged haunted hotel and eat at a restaurant still frequented by spirits that never fully left the earth. Moon River uh, Brewing Company is known as the most haunted place in town. Featured on both Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters, guests have reported seeing a lady in white on these stairs, and spirits have been known to mess with the staff. Pretty creepy. Yeah, Savannah, I'd love to visit, to visit there because they got a lot of cool stuff, but here there's more. The Pirate House, now a family-friendly uh, family restaurant, sorry about that, once was a boarding house popular among sailors, but some were kidnapped from its basement and forced to sell abroad ships against their will. So many say their spirits still visit the uh, restaurant today. Finally, the uh, Marshall House is known as one of the most haunted hotels in the U.S. Thanks to its history as a hospital during apparitions in the uh, hallways and <clears throat> hearing ghosts, children running down the uh, halls at night, among other mysterious happenings. That'd be a cool place to kind of go. I don't know if I'd really, if I heard a bunch of stuff like that, what would I do? Because like I said, I have seen some stuff, but... Maybe once or twice, you know, and I hear some stuff sometimes in the house, but I'm just a chicken shit and chalk it up to, oh, it's one of the dogs. But then I notice all my dogs are around me, but I still say it's the dogs. All right. Our next story is the RMS Queen Mary, California. This famous ship that now sits permanently on the do on the dock in the in Long Beach is not just a historical landmark. It's also the most haunted hotel in America. The ship is the ship sailed for three decades in the early 20th century before retiring as uh, since become a popular attraction and hotel where guests can spend the night in in one of the haunted uh, staterooms. The hotel capitalizes on its spooky vibes by offering ghost tours that pass along many tales of haunting experiences on board. From passengers who passed away under mysterious circumstances and the strange noises reported by guests and employees of the creepiest sights. 
in the first class in the first class swimming pool, which stays empty due to California laws, and is one of the areas where the most sightings have been reported. Now I have uh, seen some stories on this ship, and one of the biggest stories is uh, I think a girl or a kid or something drowned in the pool, and of course her ghost comes and haunts. Well. You'll hear like a kid splashing, playing in the pool, and then like one a couple, a lot of people have reported you'll hear like footsteps, and then you'll turn around and look, and there's nothing there, but you'll see wet footmarks, like a kid's foot uh, footmark. So pretty creepy. I'd probably crap my pants right there and leave. All right, the most oldest city in the U.S. is bound to have residential spirit or two, and lucky for Oh, I didn't say where this town was. St. Augustine, Florida. The oldest city in the U.S. is bound to have residential spir- a residential spirit or two. And lucky for paranormal seekers, St. Augustine is a hotbed of ghostly activity. The St. Augustine Lighthouse and Maritime Museum is one of the his- historic city hotspots. Supposedly haunted by the girls who drowned the girls oh girls who drowned there in eighteen seventy. Visitors have also reported paranormal experiences at Castle Castle Warden, a Moorish style home built in the eighteen eighties that now houses the first permanent Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Established in 1950, the city has several other haunted locations. You can explore the dark side of St. Augustine on a ghost tour there. That'd be pretty cool. I just like spooky stuff. All right, now we're going to go to Portland, Oregon. Seeing a lot of these big cities like this are old and have a lot of history. A lot of good, a lot of bad. Sometimes a lot of bad. All right, Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon might be the best known, might be best known for its incredible craft beers. Since sent uh, uh, beers, craft beer scene, and artistry vibes, but the city is also one of the most destination for ghost hunters. The Shanghai tunnels are perhaps the most notoriously haunted site in this city. I want to tell a little joke. Back when I was growing up, you'd hear the joke, uh, the old-timers say, you got Shanghai. Well, what they meant about that, the Shanghai tunnels, they had spots and little passages going up to some of the bars. Well, they'd pick somebody out. If somebody got too drunk, they'd take them, kidnap them, put them on a slave ship, and sell them. It was big for the black market of selling slaves of all color. So people would always say, you got Shanghai. Makes sense. Anyways, <clears throat> in the late 1800s, the city was a major international port and underground tunnels were created to transport goods across Portland. Well, because it does rain there all the fucking time out here. According to the local lore, residents hanging out at local bars would be kidnapped and taken through the tunnels to awakening ships never to be seen again. 
Some say the victim's souls still haunt the bars above the grounds. All right, now we got the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. I'm going to tell you what, when I was a kid, I was born in 76. But when I was a kid and I watched um, the Stanley Hotel, or the one that, uh, The Shining, Stephen King. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I'm not going to lie. It creeped me out. I didn't want to stay in a big hotel like that. I was afraid of them as a kid. <laughs> All right. The Stanley Hotel in Colorado. Instantly recognizable by devoted horror fans around the world. The Stanley Hotel was the inspiration of Stephen King's novel, The Shining, which was later a adapted by Stanley Kigbrock, resulting in one of the most iconic horror films of all time. Although the movie actually was filmed in the exterior shots of the fictional Overlook Hotel at the uh, Timberland Hotel in Oregon, the events of the uh, novel were inspired by King's actual visit to the Stanley Hotel. The Arthur, the Arthur stayed in room 217 with his wife, and and the two were, uh, and the two were the hotel's only guests. As he writes on his website, the night I dreamed of, dream, the night I dreamed of my three-year-old son, running through the corridors, looking back over his shoulders, eyes wide open, screaming. He was being chased by a fire hose. I woke up with a uh, tremendous jerk uh, and sweating all over, within inches of falling off the bed. I got up, lit a cigarette, sat in the chair looking out the window at the uh, Rockies, and by the time the cigarette was done, I had the bones of the book uh, firmly set in my mind. Besides being the inspiration of the story that would Introduce millions of nightmares around the world. The hotel has its own hauntings, has its own haunting tales that have nothing to do with the King or Kerberg, which can learn, which you can learn about on a night tour. The these include former housekeepers who likes to a former housekeeper who likes to unpack people's luggage, and has a dislike of uh, unmarried couples. And Paul, a ghost that haunts the uh, concert hall <coughs> where visitors have heard a voice yelling, get out late at night. Well, maybe y'all shouldn't be there late at night. And he wouldn't have to yell, get out. All right, now we're going to go over Gettysburg. Now, this place has probably so many hauntings because a war or a battle took place there, a war, you know. A lot of bloodshed there, a lot of souls. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Areas areas where historic tragedies took place are often are often uh, considered paranormal hotspots. And the site of the Civil War's bloodiest battle is regarded as one of the world's most haunted places. Some reported seeing the ghost of soldiers in the battlefield. 
The uh, local inns in a nearby farm are also believed to be haunted. Visitors can take a ghost tour and learn more about the place of Gettysburg. But watch out. You still might see some soldiers marching down the road. That would be another cool place on my bucket list. I've seen some pictures and video from there. and Wow, that'd be pretty creepy, man. Pretty creepy. Sorry if you hear that bugging. Now we're going to California. The Hollywood The Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel in California. Historic Los Angeles is home to many strange and paranormal activity, especially around the iconic hotel of the classic Hollywood era like the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, which is best known for its most famous frequent guest, Marilyn Monroe, according to guests staying in her favorite room in Suit 1200. Sorry. Where she also lived long term. The starlet sometimes appears in the mirror as a ghostly figure, but she's not the only uh, A-list phantom. Guests have also seen, has have also sensed the presence of Carol Lambert, Errol Flynn, and Montgomery Clift. There are also normal ghosts like Caroline, a small child who plays in plays and roams the halls of the hotel, looking for her mother, and a man in a tuxedo. Who hangs around the uh, ballroom? All right, now we have Washington, D.C. <laughs> the U.S. Capitol has seen its fair share of history, so it makes sense that Washington, D.C. is the sighting for uh, several ghost stories. In fact, Many say the White House is one of the most haunted houses in the U.S. President's uh, and U.S. President Lincoln's ghost has been spotted in the Lincoln bedroom. President William Henry Harrison, who died in the White House, is said to have returned in the uh, afterlife and the uh, First Lady's Dolly Madison and Abigail Adams supposedly still linger around, tending to the home. D.C. ghost tours take visitors through other alleged haunted locations, including the National Building Museum, the Congressional Cemetery, and official government buildings. Ooh. I bet you Washington would be a cool place to go visit for some ghost. All right. Now we're going all the way down here to uh, Texas. The USS Lexington in Texas. This aircraft carrier saw action in the Pacific during the Second World War. But now it sets in the waters of Corpus Christi, 
since it opened as a museum in the uh, 1990s. Visitors have reported strange noises and sightings of ghosts dressed in uniform. The ship saw many battles and great loss of life, which is why the uh, spirits are believed to still be wondering about the halls of the ship. Every October, the ship hosts a haunted house event. That includes live actors and ghost tours, which you can hear about at the strange, in the strange museum staff and visitors that have experienced stuff on the USS Lexington. <coughs> right, now we got San Francisco, California. A historic past and prominent landmarks with dark histories makes San, San Francisco one of the most haunted cities in the U.S. China Camp State Park, the USS Hornet, and the uh, Mare Island Naval Shipyard are all said to be haunted. But the number one phantom hotspot has to be Alcatraz. It is widely believed that there were there are a few ghosts still lurking, lurking around the famous prison. The spirit of Al Capone is perhaps the most notorious. In say you can still hear him playing the uh, his favorite banjo tunes. Yeah, they said he could play the banjo good. Didn't know that. But yeah, Alcatraz, that's another place I'd like to go visit and maybe explore and maybe catch a ghost. But like I said, I'd probably crap myself if I really seen something. Now we're going to bought the Baltimore State <laughs> in North Carolina. All right. In Asheville, the uh, enormous Baltimore State is one of the city's main attractions and is still home to the uh, famous... Oh, to the famously wealthy Vanderbilt family who owe their few, their fortune to their 19th century shipping and railroad empire. The mansion was completed in 1895 and still holds the title of the largest privately owned house in the country at... Oh, 178... And 926,000 square feet. Many believe some of the family's uh, ancestors still haunt the halls and rooms, such as the ghosts of Edith Vanderbilt, who can sometimes be heard calling out for the husband George, whose ghost is also said to hang in his studies. All right, now we're going to go to Salem, Massachusetts. Best known for the witch trials that resulted in the execution of 19 people, Salem, Massachusetts is said to be one of the most haunted cities in the U.S. Some say the ghosts of these uh, of those so-called during the trials still linger in Salem to this day. Laysom Hall is alleged haunted by the first victim of the trials, Bridget Bishop, 
and Howard Street Cemetery is haunted by Gills Gorey, who was tortured to death after being accused of witch witchcraft. Learn more about Salem's spooky sites on their website and stick it. No, don't say that. Now we're going to Maryland. Antenna Battlefield, Maryland. <clears throat> Naturally, as the site of over 3,500 deaths from, the bo from both sides, you can count on one... Oh, you can count on some lingering souls on that Civil War battlefield. The most haunted location in and Tanam is Sulkin Road, also known as Bloody Lane. It was here that the soldiers soldiers faced off at close distance with advanced weapons and with bodies piled up. It also or piled up it also along its trail where visitors have reported eerie occurrences like smelling gunpowder or spotting men in uniform who vanish into thin air. Alright, now we're going to go to the city of San Antonio Rose. San Antonio, Texas. And San Antonio, or San Antonio, is considered one of the most haunted places in Texas because of the city's history. Yeah, because that city's been there a long time. I think San Antonio was there before Texas was an actual state. I think. Don't quote me on that. I'm not for sure. But Anyways, San Antonio is considered one of the most haunted places in Texas because of the city's history. The Battle of the Alamo led to thousands of casualties, and Alamo visitors and employees have reported seeing the ghost of soldiers and hearing myst uh, mysterious rally cries. The uh, nearby Emily Morgan Hotel is one of the country's most haunted hotels. The property was once a hospital, and some guests now report seeing the apparitions of a woman in white in the hallways. <coughs> a woman in white again. All right. <coughs> it's our last one, ladies and gents. Honolulu Airport in Hawaii. If you're just landing in Honolulu, ghosts are reportedly the last thing on your mind. Despite the buzz of the holiday, except from incoming tourists, the airport is said to be haunted by a ghost dubbed the Lady in White, or the Lady in Waiting. Whew. According to legend, she was left by a lover who took off on an international flight after intending to marry her and shortly after took her own life now she is spotted all over the uh, all over the airport milling a milling about the gates waiting for him to come back other ghostly reports at the airport include toilets that flush on their own and the choking uh, the choking ghost who tends to sit on the chest of sleeping passengers 
leaving them waking up gasping for air. Well, that's a pretty shitty thing to do. Well, if you're ever in that airport, don't go to fucking sleep. That guy will sit on your chest. Freaking Yanka. What a Yanka. A big, fat Yanka. I'm sorry I'm banging around. But all right, guys. I just want to say thank you for uh, dropping by today and listening to the show. I'm glad you did. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was good. Um, I'm trying to get the uh, YouTube page going back up i know you i noticed y'all like that and i'm trying to keep that going it's just i got this new program for my editing my uh, movies and i just got used to the other one and now i'm trying to learn this damn thing so it's totally different but i'll get her done and get back on that youtube man i tell you what but I, i'm so glad you guys like the show keep telling your friends about it and like i said man I hope wherever you're at around the world, listen to this. I hope you got some peace. And I hope listening to my show is uh, kind of a break from reality for you. Mm, excuse me. But until then, be scary. And, uh, man, I'm glad it's Halloween, guys. But it's it's already the middle of the month. It's so effed up. But, yeah, we will holler at you later, guys. Be good. Be scary. And, uh, like I said, this has been Stephen LeBooth. For ghost stories told from the south. And don't forget to check this uh, podcast out on... It's on any platform. Spotify, iTunes, uh, all them. It's there. I got my YouTube channel, Ghost Stories Told from the South. Go check it out. And uh, go to the YouTube, go to uh, Facebook, Ghost Stories Told from the South. Uh, my emails, Ghost Stories Told from the South at, at gmail.com. Yeah, so just uh, hit me up there, and uh, yeah. But I uh, want to say thank you guys, and uh, episode 180, Down the Toilets, man. I'm glad we're climbing, getting better and better with these episodes. We'll see you later. Have a scary time. Be good, guys. Bye.